0: so often we leave ourselves behind in the pursuit of this world the acknowledgement acceptance and love of our true core self is rarely present but it is the order of the day hi my name is asia but you can call me mawaya and mawaya stands for meet you where you are and in this space i want you to be able to look at yourself without fear without hate, and without judgment. Transform the inside, so as to transform your outside. Let's get it in. All right, y'all. Hey, tribe. How y'all doing? (laughs) Welcome to another episode of Soul Chat Saturdays. It's your host, Mawaya, and thank you so much for tuning in. So, I know that I'm gonna catch a lot of flack for this topic, but hey, I'm your spiritual theorizer and we have to get into the phenomenons, (laughs) the trends of society, especially if we wanna kind of break some of these insanity loops, if we wanna see ourselves clearly as an individual and as a greater species. So I wanna talk about the overcorrection. So what I mean by the overcorrection, the overcorrection is the pendulum swing. It is the response to um, things as a a society, you do this in your own individual life, but as a society, it is our response to having experienced certain things for a long period of time. So what do I mean by that? For example, there is an overcorrection when it comes to gender equality. And that's why some people are really against the feminist movement. That's why feminism as it is the traditional feminism that we have deemed, or come to criticize rather, um, has even started, has even formed. It was an overcorrection of Uh, misogyny of toxic masculinity I know that people don't like that word but for the lack of other vocabulary as we evolve toxic masculinity um, which was also an overcorrection in itself Um, so but that's history and I don't have the stats on that (laughs) but we could tell that feminism was an overcorrection from what women experienced or white women experienced uh, in the uh the 50s the 60s 40s and now what we have today uh another overcorrection um this is this is going to be triggering but when we talk about race relations and the extremes that we are in in today's time when it comes to race relationships and how we talk about race and the things that we expect from each other when we are of differing races so, um, for example, you know, black folks. I'm, a, I'm gonna get chewed up for this, but you know, we gotta, we gotta dig into it, right? Um, when we call, for example, when we call, when the community calls, <laughs> I'll say this: the community calls white people, you know, just mean names like mayonnaise or. I don't know what else I'm not gonna go through a whole list of names but when we say when we start to bully the other race basically it's an overcorrection so um, another example would be gender um you know these big hot topics that we that we talk about in society now and that we are so polarized on these are overcorrections so let's get into let's get into it what is what is going on what is actually happening so a lot of times right now, people are criticizing the overcorrection. People are, you know, they're being completely turned off from certain conversations uh, because it, it, it's tiring. Let's say, let's take the um, the gender example. It's a very tiring subject uh, when, when women, us women are constantly saying how we are oppressed and we are, you know, you know we are held down we're held back they um talk about the the pay gap and things like that so these are not to say when i have when i talk about this video this is not to say that those things don't exist i'm not going to invalidate that because again overcorrections come out of it's a response to reality and so when we have an overcorrection it is basically um, just saying like, I'm tired of experiencing this one extreme form of this thing and I need to experience the other like right now. And that's where you have the extreme pendulum swing to the other side. So when we're talking about gender, now you have, well, women can do everything that a man can do. and then it gets even more toxic because then it's like, oh, I'll say it get it gets toxic when it's like, and we don't need men. And you know what purpose do they serve? And then it becomes a, t- it turns into this whole bullying thing, and then it goes into well, you're a man, so you can't have an opinion on this. Um, it turns into a whole, it it flips it on its head. And when we get into that space, we have to first understand why that is, and ha- hold some sp- some space of compassion, right? We have to hold some space of compassion. We have to. Uh, see that it is uh, it is trauma induced, it is pain induced, it is a defense mechanism. Just like how you and your individual life may go to the extreme of, you know, say you dated people and then you're like, you got your heart broken and you're like, I'm swearing off all people, I'm not dating anymore, I'm done. You are overcorrecting. You are flipping it on its head and it's something that you don't want because if you wanted it you wouldn't have been dating in the first place right if women wanted to be alone by themselves without men then first of all the cosmos the universe the creator would have not put men on the planet and it wouldn't take a man or at least the sperm of a man to produce children it wouldn't uh there wouldn't be a phenomenon that men think differently than women that we are different and that we have strengths uh different strengths so those wouldn't be if the overcorrection wasn't was was a was an absolute truth so we have to understand where the overcorrection comes from and hold compassion for that and now we need to after we hold compassion we have understanding like I get it like you've been hurt or you have your grandparents told you stories about your grandmother told you stories about when she was you know beat on by her husband not allowed to leave the house not allowed to uh look at her husband in the eye we know how these stories go from the 50s um when men it was more prevalent that men beat on their wom- their wives, their womans, even the language changes, right? Uh, beat on their wives or significant other. And it wasn't, it was something that people didn't talk about. It was something that you just knew, but you didn't talk about it. And it was n- pretty normal. And so um, then, so now that we can hold compassion in space and understanding that this is a trauma response, this is a pain response, and, and try to have some understanding of that. Then you go into, okay, now let's talk about the actual effects of this. Let's talk about how we become the perpetuators of the same thing that we were victims of. So when it comes to gender, women now bullying men and saying things like, you your opinion is not valid because you are a man. You have no value because you're a man and I'm a woman and I can do everything, including bring life into this world. Um, Things like that. You still have the reality that men exist. What the only thing that you're doing is creating more toxicity and the pendulum is going to swing again to the other side. You're creating a momentum that's going to force the pendulum to swing to the other side because this side doesn't feel good either. Women who are high, you know, and there's outliers, right? So there's women who are highly independent that really are not about the opposite sex, whether it be friendships or romantic relationships. So that includes well, women who identify as lesbian and women who identify as straight and anything in between. And so when you have that type of person, they are not necessarily happy with where they are because there are certain things that men do well that women don't do well. There, And we find ourselves having to overcompensate. And I know that Black women specific, specifically have felt the extremities of the feminism movement and realized like, oh, feminism was not for us it was not the ex- response that we needed for our community because black women and white women were treated differently their womanhood was treated differently um in the context of american society right and so that was weird you know black women were the first to realize that feminine feminism besides men because of course men you're gonna see the they're gonna be a little bit more objective of it Um, black women saw it early on that oh like this is not helpful for me I don't want to be this independent woman I want to be a woman I want to be soft I want to fulfill the womanly part of things and so so you see the 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 swinging or the movement even within a group of people and so it's inevitably going to swing back to hopefully more so towards the middle. It will never be as extreme as it was. We won't have a male dominated society anymore, not in the uh, not in the upcoming future, because we've already experienced that. And because we've already experienced that and we know that men have their own. Uh, thoughts and opinions on masculinity and the pressure that that has put on them to not be their authentic self. So it won't go into the extreme side anymore. Everybody's gotten a taste of it. And everybody was like, No, we or most people were like, No, we don't like this. And now we're swinging to the opposite side. And the same thing's happening. We're getting a taste of it. And, you know, a lot of us are going to be like, No, this doesn't feel 100% good either. So where do we go from here? So the pendulum eventually will sw- will settle in the middle. It will find balance. Um, I don't know how long that would take. That just, every, you know, it's like a wave in water, you know? And it just depends on how much energy, how much uh, uh, turmoil, how much force has caused it to move. So, um, And so this is what's happening in society. We're seeing a lot of the pendulum swings when we have these extreme uh, differing of opinions, even though we are all human beings at our core, wanting very similar fundamental things in our lives. When we have that, it is, it is a, uh, it is just a way to understand us more clearly, right? And society is not, Our humans are not meant to be in extremity. We are, we are in the, you can look at the earth too. We are meant to be in equilibrium. We are meant to be in stasis. And so we will get there. I'm not worried about that. I don't know how long it's gonna take, but we will get there because we want to feel good. We That's our baseline. And we will stop coping with things outside of ourselves once we realize that everything is internal. And so we, now that I've kind of explained, you know, why the pendulum swings in the first place and I'm explaining why it doesn't feel good, we will see, and then I'm explaining that it will come back to the middle eventually. I want to kind of give you all some hope that all is not lost. It may be lost in your in our lifetime (laughs) but all is not lost for the human species because stasis is where it's at um and yeah i just wanted to come on here and explain that and talk about this so what do you all think about this pendulum swing what is some of the extremes that you've seen in society that uh you know that is concerning to you What is it and how can we dive into that? How can we first have compassion and understanding? And then how can we have a dialogue about it and really see that this, does this feel good to us? Like, let's really ask ourselves that so that we can get out of this cycle of extreme swings and then eventually, you know, so we don't have to experience that all the time, you know? You know, I'm ready to rest, right? I know y'all are ready to be at rest. So, um, yeah, let me know what y'all think about this. What are y'all thoughts on the pendulum swing, the overcorrections in society? And how have you seen that in your own personal life? Um, You know, whether it be in your romantic relationships or whether it be in your uh, friendships or within yourself and as you explore your own identity, Um, what are some ways that you've gone to the extreme in (laughs) side of things only to realize that that didn't feel good either? Um, and then how did you get back to the middle? Because your process on balancing yourself is going to be the same process that we need on a grand scheme, a grand scale of things. So let me know. Um, you can always email me at tribe at mawaiatribe.com. Um, If you want to ask a question, if you want to connect with me, you can connect with me on uh, social media platforms at Mawaii Tribe. Um, Let me know your questions. Let me know your thoughts. If you're listening to this um, on the podcast, go ahead and give it a five star rating. um, Give it a thumbs up or however you're able to rate the podcast. That way I'm able to reach more people. We can have more dialogue about this. We can just bring this these type of conversations to the surface. so we can, you know, we can we can change some things, we can do some things as a society. So, all right, y'all, I will talk to y'all next week. Happy journey.